Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry, motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And a good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Just had to start the show all over, because Barry doesn't want us asking for reviews anymore. So we're not asking for reviews anymore. Don't leave us any reviews <laughs> if you listen to this show. But you can always call us. That's right. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. Any response to what you hear tonight? Any response what you hear after the next Nick games? We love getting post-game calls from you guys. Hmm. And please subscribe to the one podcast that is finally ready to apologize. Blandy, maybe... Maybe. I don't I don't even know if I want to make that claim that we are ready, but maybe we're ready. Blandy, play Abu Shaki. Okay. Play fucking Abu Shaki. What is Blandy apologizing to Cam Reddish to hard next life? Listen, it, I no? think it is Blandy? time. What do you say? When what, is what Blandy apologizing, apologizing to Cam Reddish? Cam That's Reddish. so funny like, that Abu when Shaki... Is apologizing to Cam Reddish? It's a hard next life. Abu Shaki, I had the same exact thought a few days ago. Um, and I thought to myself, I said, I wonder if I should bring it up to Craig. Craig, should this be a weekly or or every episode thing where we say, Blanderson, is this the episode that you're hmm. ready to apologize to Cam? I'm not going to apologize. Why would I apologize? Blandy's not going to apologize to anybody, I guess. Right. I mean, I don't Why need not? to apologize. He's, he's now playing better so yeah he's worked his way into this rotation he's become a a vital part of it yeah and, sure, and but worthy, i don't need to apologize in the worthy, beginning he sucked worthy nobody of expected the, anything from him worthy of the starting spot uh well i mean over anybody else for for sure right now i mean quentin grimes hasn't done anything he hasn't shown you anything he hasn't gotten on the court so yeah All what right, would I'll cam reddish have to do for you to apologize or, is it, or will you never I apologize i would never apologize never well, anderson apologize. would never okay. why yeah. for what for being for for questioning okay. and, and being a little unsure, I mean, there's no reason. So to it's is that. it just the wording? You don't want to apologize, but will you admit that that you're enjoying Cam Reddish a little bit? Well, he's helping us win, so of course. I mean, there I'm not go. gonna, you know, he's that's helping a, us that's win. Good that's enough. all that matters. I think that's good enough too. That's good enough. Uh, well, hopefully, that's good enough for Abu Shaki. I'm I, I I'm ready to apologize. I want like Barry. I think I wanted Cam I off this did. team. Did you? I don't remember. You did. I oh come on! I fucking I, I'm came loving, on like I two am, weeks ago. Cam has suddenly become one of my favorite Knicks players to watch. I don't even know why, but I like watching. <laughs> like because watching he's his skilled. D. I like he has some game. I mean, he's had obviously three good games in a row. Pretty good games. Twenty six, nineteen. I think 
what, 10, but he still came up huge defensively. Yeah. And he's just a lot of fun to watch out there. And especially with RJ struggling the way he's struggling, Cam looks pretty fucking good right now. Dude, and in a game in a game where Cam started and had 10 points, and you know, just a few weeks ago, we were saying, this guy's not even going to crack the rotation. He's getting 37 minutes in a mm. tight game. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. That, that shows you all you need to know. And and coming up big in the clutch, right? Some some key buckets lately in the final yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yes. Guys, basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet, Bet Online. Line and as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. See how I set that up, Barry? Yeah, it was nice. Had to do it. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MMA, tennis. Yep, it didn't work. There you go. Oh, tennis? You want a tennis yeah. racket now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just supposed to, I'm just supposed to know that, that you want nice. tennis? That was nice. You threw I think that actually like worked that. for tennis. It did sound like it. Boxing Dude, yeah, and, and even golf. Oh, tennis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That works. For, I could, yeah, it could yeah. kind of work. I think so. Works for tennis. I don't know how much different a tennis ball sound would be. Backhand? Backhand? Two-handed oh, like, backhand? Backhand? That you were turning on, pulling the the chain on a on a oh like a chainsaw, a lawnmower, on a chainsaw on that one. <laughs> All right, head on over to betonline.ag to join. If you can get like a chainsaw sound, that would be great. And uh, get your fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Mm-hmm. No, show me the money or anything. Oh no, oh, I'm sorry. good. I, I, I already I'm... got a couple of things in there. Okay. Well, guys, West Coast trip began. Thought it was going to be a nightmare of a West Coast trip. I know. Me too. But we start off with the greatest Jeez. dinner this Knicks team has ever had, apparently. <laughs> um, I saw this great tweet. I think it was that guy Travis Ryan on Twitter last night after the Knicks beat the Nuggets for their second straight win. I mean, shocking wins, right? Beat two teams that they do not beat on their own. First time they beat the Nuggets in Denver since 2006. Crazy. Uh, beat, That's beat crazy. the Nuggets and the Jazz back to back. Travis Ryan tweeted out, what did they eat at that dinner? What could they have possibly eaten? Because whatever it did, it did Rock, the trick. Julius Rocky Randall Mountain called, Oysters. Ju, Rocky Mountain Oysters. Julius Randall called a team oh, no, wait, dinner. That was in Utah. And uh, they've totally turned things around. Defense has turned around. Um, Barry, what do you think they ate at that dinner? I don't know, dude. I don't know what they ate. I, I'm just no, glad no. they went. I thought they were. I thought in this West Coast trip, at this point, they'd be sitting at zero and two. I really did. I thought they were going to go zero for three. To be honest with you, um, two good wins and a hard fought game last game. Look, five hundred team. They're back on the winning side of it. Sometimes they're one game under. Sometimes they're one good over. Where they're eight and seven right now. I mean, I'm still looking for from this team like a statement win. I don't think that Denver one was it. Look, that was a great win. What are you talking about? No Jokic. Look, no no Jokic. Yo- exactly. So That's what? all the thing. It doesn't look, matter. This, even without Jokic, it's a great team. I mean, a lot of people were predicting this team was going to be number one in the West. They, they were, were 10 points down. 
The Knicks they were, were 10 points four, down. 10 points. Look, great comeback game. Look, against <laughs> Memphis, they didn't pull it out. That was a great game. It's still not a statement win, yes, Craig. Yes, it is. Not yes, without it Jokic, is. it's not. Well, it's good a good luck. win. Go, it's enjoy a good watching win, the rest win. of the season then, if that's not a statement win. You're never going to see I'll give him all the win. credit, Craig, but it's not a fucking <laughs> yes, statement is. win. I need them to go into a team, beat a team that's way better than them. This is a better team than them. And again, it was second half of back-to-back. Praise to the Knicks. Great job. It's not a statement win. I haven't had that victory yet. Yeah, it is. Coming off of that embarrassing OKC loss. Literally, we were all talking about firing Tom Thibodeau. We were talking about the season is basically over. I'm not on that train. And then to, okay, they beat the Jazz. But the Jazz, are they overachieving this season? Yes. Probably. No, they are. So they didn't beat a great team. And then, like you said, Jokic was out. All right. A back-to-back MVP winner. Yeah, but still, it was the second night of a back-to-back trip on the West Coast for a team that just days ago was good for dead, according to most of us. And they come back from 10 down in the fourth quarter to pull out that game. We don't win games like that. That was impressive. Very impressive. I know you didn't watch a game live, and maybe it affected how you watch a game the next day. And you, you knew they won. It affected how you thought about it. But that was... I was as pumped up as I've been after a game and those final minutes as I've been in years. No, you should game. be. It was great. It was great. Again, big picture, looking at this game and, and, and again, taking in all the variables, this wasn't... Look, I, I don't. I can't come down on the Knicks in this game. It was a great fucking win. You should feel awesome about nah, it. It wasn't good and enough for And you should be super pumped. It wasn't good enough for Barry. <laughs> but it, it's not the... It's not... It's not good enough. It's, oh, fucking no. egg, man. Not, not for me to okay. feel great about the season. Be miserable. You're going to be miserable every game then. Come on. And you're going to have games where you feel like this team is on top of the world. And then, then literally the next game after, you're going to be like, they should fire everybody. They should fucking rebuild. This team yeah. fucking sucks. So what? Yes. Up and down, up and down, up and down. That's what this team's going to be this year. Absolutely. It is. But again, you were, you were facing a, a good team without th- the head of the fucking snake. Jokic wasn't even on the court at all. He was out. They and again, down yeah. 10, fourth quarter, the whole thing. And again, you, you're usually on the on the second half of a back-to-back, especially out west, especially at that altitude, guys are dragging their feet in the second half. Especially after the big first half that Randall had and all that. He did not come out great in the third quarter. He showed up in the fourth, that's for sure. The fact that he did that and the fact this team did come back, that's a lot of praise, a lot of credit. I'll give them all of that. But I mean, And, and you want to put it up there as you know, probably their best win of the season. I'll give you that as well. But it's not a win a that knocks win. my socks off. It should. It should. Because it's not just that they won. They didn't just win some boring game against Denver. That shit True. was intense. They it was. Ju- you had Julius Randle diving on the floor awesome. to get that steal and get it to Brunson. I know. That, awesome. wasn't a, that wasn't a statement fucking play for Julius Randle in that game. Amazing, and it came right after he had another st- a steal just before that, and a, and and a couple of points at the other end. He was amazing. That was an intense game. They didn't just eke it out. They didn't just get a win. That wasn't a normal game. You know, we see a lot of the games during the season. They suck. We just win or lose. That game was great. Jalen yes. Brunson, all right, twenty-one point seven assists, five boards. Randall, thirty-four, eleven, and four. He Jericho them. Sims has been incredible, right? Mitch has been out. Jericho Sims is looking, I mean, he's getting more comfortable every game. 
He's I think been, every time he jumps, he goes higher. That he's just been filling in really, really well for what he is and who he's replacing. He's been filling in really well. You can see game by game, he's just developing more chemistry with these guys. They know where to find him. He's been doing more and more on the court between the steals and the blocks and the rebounds. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really, really happy with the way that he's been playing. It's it's overachieving to me. And they wouldn't have won that game without him. The way he defended Jamal Murray there towards the end, I think Thibodeau took out Obi. And let's, I mean, I'll compliment Tom Thibodeau there. He took out Obi for defensive possession. Sims went in and really went one-on-one defending Murray. And Murray couldn't do anything. And that I think that basically won them the game right there. That could have easily went the other way. So that was incredible. RJ Barrett has been struggling, right? RJ. I mean, I think he was struggling. He's been struggling for a little bit. And then against the Jazz, it started to come out that he wasn't feeling well. But he does not he does not stop he does not stop shooting. He does not stop shooting, RJ. (laughs) No. And and look, I I hope it's that he's sick. It's just yeah, he he's been a liability. He's been detrimental to the team, and I hate to say it. And again, the only I, I'm glad that he's sick because if he wasn't, like I'm, I, it's like it. It's like I'm starting to get the feeling. It's like is the best R.J. Barrett that we've seen to date. Is that the best version of R.J. Barrett that we're ever going to see? And if I that's the not. case, it's a big disappointment, right? Because you feel like at this point in his career and the way he's developed, and again, I'm talking about the best that we've ever seen him. Is that his best? Because if it is, it's like, I mean, maybe you should move off this guy. And again, that's why it's like, I'm glad that he's sick because maybe this is temporary. And maybe when he gets healthy, he'll pick up where he left off and then hopefully continue on a better track. I'm just, you know, you start to get the feeling that maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe he's just going to revert to the best version of him that we have seen to date, which isn't horrible, but it's not great. It would be so bad if he wasn't playing like he wasn't sick. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he's still doing everything he normally tries to do and he's he's sick. And a lot of that shit doesn't work when he's 100%, let alone now. And, and we've talked about how he looks like he's running in sand when he's healthy. And now that he's sick and he's dragging, it's just, it's even worse. Did you, did you guys, either of you see the play where he drove the lane, there was like three people on him and quickly was wide open uh, in the corner, uh, at the bottom of the screen, and he just took like a horrible shot, and you could see quickly just kind of like threw his arms up there. Like, w- what are you doing? Yeah. Even when you're at your best, that's a hard. I didn't play. notice that, but oh, yeah. I mean, I he, on Twitter, like you, like you're saying, he feels like shit. Fine, you know, maybe there's other ways you can help the team, but we compliment him on his ability to just keep shooting and to not think about how he missed his last shot. And he'll, He's never afraid to take a shot, but come on. At some point, yeah, when you're this like, isn't a scrimmage. When you're, it's not preseason, he was, dude. He was 0 for 9 from 3 against the Nuggets. And remember, I mean, when do you stop shooting the threes and just help and, your team in other ways? And just a few games ago, when Thibodeau decided to bench him and Brunson and not play them at all in the fourth quarter, and we said, you know what? RJ's been clutch before. He's had bad first halves. You, you should give him a chance. I mean, this Denver game, he was awful. He wasn't <laughs> even close. And then to play him that much, you know, down finally they took him out. They didn't let him play those final minutes, which was smart. But, like, he was still playing too many minutes for a game that he was just dead awful 
to play 31 minutes in when you have other guys that are fully capable, you know, in a game that you need to come back from behind. He should. There, I, I was just staring at the screen. What is he still doing out there? Sit the guy down. Clearly, Fournier is officially 100%. Might as well be off of this even team. Because if Thibodeau couldn't bring him in in that situation against the Nuggets when RJ is sick, 0 for 9, 4 for 18 from the field, and you're still not bringing Fournier in, the guy that you've been starting for the past couple of years, like nonstop, you refuse mm-hmm. to take him out of the starting lineup. And now he's just totally dead to the bench. I was shocked that Thibodeau didn't bring in a Fournier friend. Right, but don't you, I mean, don't they sometimes say like, because it's the same thing last year with Kimba, I think. We're like, you can't keep yo-yoing, putting a guy in, then dropping him out of the rotation, then put it. So maybe he just doesn't want to do that. Yeah, you want to give it a stretch of games and say, all right, I'm going to stick with this and give it a good, right. you know, decent sample size yeah, and see RJ, how it works. But except RJ's got pneumonia or whatever he's fucking playing ah, out but there. So with. what about Grimes? <laughs> yeah, it don't make any sense. What about Quentin? Or, you know. Well, Quentin's clearly not healthy enough to play. <laughs> he's not healthy enough to play. We've seen him play like twice in the past couple weeks and it was for eight minutes at a stretch. And then he sits games out in between. He's not healthy, obviously. Unless we think they're just not playing him because he's not good enough. I mean, how could that be? It can't. I mean, I can't. Turn, I don't, they, they soured on him that quickly. It, it can't be that. Well, the thing is, look, if you are going to tighten this thing up to a nine-man rotation, you know, and, and again, I don't think deep down Tibbs wants to go ten guys. Then there, there is no place for Grimes. Derrick Rose finally had a good game. I think this was Derrick Rose's best game against Denver. He looked a little bit more like himself. He was consistent. He was hitting the shots he should have hit. Um, and, you know, unless you're ready to bench Derrick Rose, where's Grimes going to come in? Cam Reddish is playing too good. You know, there's really not a spot for him. I mean, yeah, if you're sticking to a nine-man rotation, then no. I mean, for the first time in the whole time Tibbs in here, he's going to stick to a nine-man rotation at the expense of Quentin Grimes. It's a little surprising. You know, you don't stretch it to 10 for Quentin Grimes. Who I you mean, wouldn't trade for Donovan he's not Mitchell in the offseason? I mean, you're talking about him like he's fucking Lou Williams. The guy's been in the league for a year. No, I'm talking about him like the guy that they're touting him to be. The untradeable, yeah. untouchable Quentin Grimes. <laughs> that isn't good enough to make the stretch of rotation beyond nine men. A rotation that Thibodeau, up until eight days ago, was perfectly fine bringing to 11. You know, so it's not like Thibodeau has been is a believer in a nine-man rotation for his whole career. Yeah, the thing is, if you decide to sit Derrick Rose and put Quentin Grimes in for those minutes, and now you got veteran Derrick Rose sitting next to veteran Evan Fortier for too many minutes together on the bench, they're going to start talking and be like, what the fuck are we doing here? You got to manage that whole thing, too. Oh. We'll see what happens here over the next few weeks. I mean, I can't imagine that Quentin's never going to get into this rotation. No, me neither. Me I can't. Neither. can't. But then you start to think, okay, well, maybe, I mean, how much of it last year, as good as he was when he was in there, but was the catalyst Derek Rose's injury, and they needed another guy in there, and he proved to be worthy of it. But again, now Derek Rose is a healthy Derek Rose that's capable of getting, you know, his 15 to 20 minutes. Quentin Grimes resumes back to the bench next to Miles McBride. And your time will come at a later date. 
Yeah. And that's what we held back for Donovan Mitchell. Who, by the way, the Knicks are eight and seven. I don't know if the Cavs played tonight, but the Knicks are only a half a game worse than the Cleveland Cavaliers. What would they when got? I checked uh, after the game. Let's see. Yeah, they're eight and six. Cavs are eight and six. We're eight and seven now. It's amazing how that happens so quickly here in the beginning of the season. You guys want to hear some voicemails? Sure, let's yeah. get into it. Of, of course. Right. Why wouldn't we? These right. voicemails are brought to you by Betstamp, Barry. Tell them mm -hmm. about it. Sure. Betstamp, if you were wondering, is a fucking app you should have. I shouldn't say fucking in an average. Is, a bet, is an app that you should have if you're placing bets in any sport. Because if you're only using one or two sportsbook apps, which you probably are, you're doing yourself a disservice. And Betstamp is here to tell you that your money is well-deserved and well-earned. And Betstamp is going to compare all the sports books for you. It does all the line shopping for you. So you'll know where to place your next bet to get the best odds. For example, let's say this weekend, New York Giants are playing the Detroit Lions. And you just want to bet the Giants outright. You're going to throw $100 on them. If you have Betstamp, you'll know that you could go on FanDuel place your $100 bet, and you'll get another $5 in your winnings than going to win bet, where the odds are a lot less. So why not put an extra 5 bucks in your pocket if you're going to make that bet anyway? And that's the type of app BetStamp is going to tell you where to put your money. The only way to get an edge in online sports betting is by having multiple accounts at different sports books. So download the BetStamp app today. Use promo code HARDNEXTLIFE. And after you download BetStamp, DM Craig or Blandy or myself on Twitter or send us an email at hardnextlife at gmail.com to find out how we can help you score even bigger with BetStamp. Yeah. Probably just email us for when Twitter goes away. I'll right. Craig, is, Craig believes Twitter is going to be gone. I sent my days. last tweet out tonight. So <laughs> That's what you meant by that? Yeah. All right, Blandy, uh, you pick them. Pick them. Okay. Um, let's start off with Ralph. Why not? All right, guys. I'm not going to give you a blow by blow this week because of the West Coast trip, and I like to get my sleep, so I watch, don't watch the games on time. However, I wanted to let you know that uh, I believe in Tibbs. I know this is an unpopular uh, opinion in Nick's land. But um, I believe that he's being flexible this year, maybe because he's fighting for his job. But uh, he's not staying the same. He's making changes. He tried to do, go fast. Um, played more people because he was going fast. That didn't work quite so well because of the chemistry problem. So he shortened his lineup. I think he's doing the best he can, and it's kind of up to the players. That's my opinion. Hmm. Look, that's fair. Okay. Everybody can have an opinion, and look, if there are people out there that feel that Tibbs is doing a good job, they should praise him for it because it's not fair if they keep quiet. Um, and, yeah, I can see Ralph's point. He is doing things differently than he had done before. Sure. Right? Giving minutes to guys he hadn't before. He's playing more leaning on Randall and Obi together. Because um, whatever you got to do to get Obi... Took 48 out of the starting lineup. Took 48 yeah, Exactly. So, yes, you can praise Thibodeau for that. Absolutely. I'm not yeah. going to fight that. I just still don't think Thibodeau's taking us to the next level ever. 
So I, I just don't, I just really don't believe like they'd be playing any wor worse with someone else, you know? Right. But would but, they be playing any better? That's, it doesn't matter. I just, <laughs> who knows? Matter. It matters, <laughs> but, but, but he, I don't think he's adding anything. Like, I think that what happened the other, these two nights was all the team. It's just the play. That was all the players, personally, all their effort. So there's nothing to do with him. I honestly don't think he's. Well, that's I don't not think fair either, though, because so we're, when they we're, were losing, it was his fault. We were but killing when they're winning, him. It's not his. It's, it has nothing to do with him. Yeah, because we were killing him. That the lack of effort on the court yeah. falls what, on the coach because he's not motivating them that. enough, getting them up enough. And now you're giving the credit to a dinner, <laughs> and not the coach. That's not. I mean, that's Clearly, not see, that seems to be either. the catalyst for the two games. I mean, it's it's not. Is right, it just maybe, maybe it's just a coincidence then? Maybe part of the dinner was them rallying around the coach and saying, we need to be more accountable because look at all the crap that's going on and we're the ones playing playing bad. So it's not it, like maybe that that's why they had the dinner and that's why they, they came out the way that they have because they heard what they're saying about the coach and they don't want the coach to go. And so they're, you know, they're doing their best to, to play better for him. You, you can't blame it on him when they do poorly and when they win, give all the credit to them and not give him any credit. Well, that, I can blame a little like bit that. of the players not being accountable on him because he doesn't he doesn't hold people. I don't think he holds holds people. Well, he doesn't hold Julius accountable. So that's a that. major problem I have with him. So yeah, why would they hold each other accountable? Why is Julius gonna hold himself accountable when the coach won't? Maybe this lasts for a couple of games with Julius. I don't think it's gonna last that long for him. Unless the coach holds him accountable. He's going to start slacking and no one's going to hold him accountable. He's going to go back to what he was doing. Told there's another team dinner. Or told so fucking embarrassing that everyone has to like get together. And they're basically doing it because they're totally embarrassed at how they're playing. It's going to go back to how it was. How long is this going to last, Barry? How long is diving on the floor, Julius, going to last? Probably not long, but we keep going back to the same thing. They're going to win a few, and then they're going to lose, and then they're going to win, and the whole season is going to be like this. Great, the great. So we'll, we'll suffer. We'll suffer forever, Jay. <laughs> we that is not. So what? Fine. Why do we even do a fucking stupid show then? Why? I'm just saying. Like, okay, we, so we'll win a few. We'll lose a few. We'll just. We, we'll this come is what on, we We'll be expected. miserable. We'll be happy. This will be the whole season. It's what no, we expected. I, I'm not miserable in the like. That's how you seem to be. But what's the point? You're like up and then you're down, and then you're up and you're down. Like it's like you're expecting something that's not going to happen. I don't. Understand. I expect players to play hard every night. All right, and Julius can't do that. I. That's all I expect, and I'm upset that they don't. Maybe I, this is the type of game that gets him to play hard every night, though. There's also that possibility. All the adulation, all the credit, right? <laughs> I mean, look, come on. No, it wasn't only him on the offensive end that propelled them. It was a huge part of it, but his defense was equally as huge, and it came down to his hustle and his intensity. So maybe that will catapult him to continue that way of playing. Well, we're just gonna that's have to like we're just gonna have to fucking cross our fingers and hope that's the case because our coach isn't gonna keep them at that level. And that's, well, his that's fucking the thing. The games job. keep coming. We're gonna job. see what happens Friday night in Golden State. And see how this West Coast can, you know, continues to go. These guys have to you have to keep them fucking motivated. Apparently, mm -hmm. Tibbs is just gonna play. He's gonna play RJ when he launches eighteen shots up and can't hit anything, night after night.
I was honestly hoping he would put Fournier and that's how bad it was. <laughs> wow. I fucking hate Fournier. I hate Devin Fournier. All right. I need, I need a total change of direction here. I feel okay. too worked up. Why don't you play Murder you Jim? Think? Murder Jim. I need someone to calm me down. Okay. Here we go. What do you know? Do we? Do I need to play it, or can I just do that? It's essentially the same I'd thing. I prefer go. to hear Murder Jim. Uh, what's up, guys? It's Murder Jim. Listen, first of all, hmm. you guys want to come out to San Francisco and hang out with fucking motherfucking Murder Jim? Come on, out, dude. I'm, I'm cool. I'm very cool. I'm an easy hang. I'm an easy hang. I'm a charming motherfucker. Thanks, fucking whatever. We beat these this fucking cocksucker, fucking Danny Angel's uh, jazz. Uh, that was that was a cool game. I mean, it was nice. But also, this sucks because now because this is I think this is going to be the whole season. I think it's going to be like set me free. Why don't you, babe? Keep me hanging on. It's going to be like a shitty fucking blowout. And then, like, these wings where you're like, okay, okay, I think we're good. Maybe things are falling in place. Exactly. And then, like, another shitty fucking win. The schedule, the road ahead is tough, man. And you know where the names are coming, man? This week, right here. Right here in my fucking hometown. My girlfriend's a fucking warrior, man, so I hope I still got a girlfriend after we beat their ass. I don't know, man. It's a hard next life cause mediocrity fucking sucks 500 record it's really fucking hard to cheer for no but it's a good one tonight so let's be happy let's be happy tonight fellas can we just be ha- let's just be happy just for this moment yeah <laughs> I can't I, that sums it up uh, <laughs> it does suck it sucks living this <laughs> that's life. gonna be the theme song of the what? fucking year that's the theme song of our every year. It's like that. It does. No, every not always. A reality. lot of times we're at the bottom of the fucking ocean. We can't even see the light. We can't even get close to getting some air. We're dying. We're choking. We're sub, sub, sub 500. At least we're at 500. We said it last week. There's nothing wrong with 500 when you've been so shitty for 20 years and you've had two bright spots in the last 20 years. 500 can be maybe not bright, but it's not so fucking dim. Does it have been. to be giving up 150 points to a shitty team to to winning back-to-back games on the West Coast trip? Does it have to be like that extreme every night? Come it is on. what it is. It's, it does I mean, suck. listen. That's Show me happen. that this team can get one win against the fucking great team. That's all Barry wants. One epic win against the greatest team in the NBA. I'm waiting for it because until we get that, I mean, I'm not going to fucking throw a parade that they came back down 10 against a good team that was missing their MVP fucking player. Come on. It was a great so win. I was excited. We talked about awesome. what? Beating, beating Denver. Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee, what teams Boston. do you want to beat? Meaning like, a Bones Highland led Denver Nuggets, you know, oh, and Jamal come Murray. Come but I, I mean, like, uh, what are you Jamal talking about? Murray. Like a statement win against the Bucks? Is that what you're talking about? Pl- yeah, that would be, that would be nice. Well, against Donovan Bucks, Mitchell at home when you're sitting courtside without me and Jay. Stay no, even that. Win. They're not That's a fucking. Not they're not a. Not a state no, win. no. <laughs> the Bucks. I mean, the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. You know, Phoenix. Phoenix. I'll tell you, a healthy Phoenix. Yeah, definitely. Okay. 
Okay. Well, Golden State's not there right now. So even if yeah. they come away and they win three, which is very impressive to go on the road. I mean, something the Knicks have never fucking done to go three and zero against Utah, Denver, Golden State. That would be amazing as well. But it's still not. It's not the Golden State, you know, no. of the past six, seven All right, years. Blandy, you remember, write this down, Blandy. You remember this stuff. Remember, the next time Barry's excited about a win, we're going to knock him down. Because it's, it's he, we're only going to get excited. I'm not taking your excitement away we're from you. Enjoy it, Craig. We're only going to get excited Craig. about Enjoy wins against it. championship caliber teams. That's it. Look, when you can if win two win, in a row we, if we win ten, team, If we win 10 in a row, unless it included beating a championship caliber team, doesn't matter. <laughs> that that would right. be an amazing feat, Craig. I would not take that away from you either. That would be a statement. You could win 10 in a row in this league. That's a statement. I don't care who the schedule has on it. That would be a statement for me. There's your statement. Mm. I'm just saying this is still a 500 fucking team. 500 teams going to have some great wins. Of course and they're so. going to have some horrible losses, which we had in the last few games. Barry, nobody's claiming, claiming, nobody's claiming here that the Knicks are all of a sudden great again. We're okay. not. Okay. All right, We're just celebrating just obvious, a great win. We're just celebrating a great win. Good. We still let's, suck. Let's continue. We still suck. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We're all in agreement. We still okay. suck. Great. Julius is not what we saw the other night. I hope he is. Yeah, that was that was two years ago, Julius, right there. That was better than two years ago, Julius, I'd say. Yeah. Two-way Julius. Come on, Blandy. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Julius. B-I, Julius. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's keep going here. <laughs> it's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Dr. Dickey here. Let's go, Thibodeau. Bah, 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 bah. Let's go, Thibodeau. Bah, 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 bah. Also, Julius Randle, GG's, bro. Minus your free throws, GG's. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. He got in and out of there. What's GT's? GG's? What what is that? I don't know, man. Is GG's a special cookie that they have at Crumble that he's going to mail to us? GT's? I don't know. Followed up his free throw comment. You know, it was (laughs) 9 for 13 against Denver. Missed a couple of big ones at the end, but what's GG's? <laughs> We're gonna, you know, someone's gonna call us out for being idiots for this, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Must be an Atlanta thing. That's where he's from. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I've got no response to that voicemail. Thanks for calling, Dickie. Okay. All right. So, yep. Giving his flowers to Thibodeau, yeah. to Randall. Think both, he likes Thibodeau? Deserved. Likes Thibodeau. Okay. Hey boys, it's Brandon. Man, I uh, I honestly thought we were gonna lose that one last night against Denver. Woke up this morning and I was like, oh my god, we won by three. Um, yeah, I understand we're not playing against Joker and uh, Aaron Gordon or whoever, but it was still a tough team, um, you know. But I gotta hand it to Julius, man. Julius came out, thirty-four points, I think. Um. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good win. We are two and zero on the road this stretch. This is good. This is good. Um, let's see if we can keep it rolling. Maybe I'm guessing the uh, that players only meeting 
was exactly what they needed to bond or whatever. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Subdued, Brandon. Went to bed, assumed we were going to lose, woke up, and we won. How often does that happen as a Knicks fan? Mm-hmm. How often? Barry, like, you know, Barry doesn't blow, he's, you know, not blown away, so. I acknowledged yeah. it was a great win. I was excited. It was awesome. I'm just saying that it's still a 500 team that has not had a statement win. That's all. It was a great win. Don't you want, in an 82-game season, don't you want to have that one game where they fucking surprise the competition? Like the cream of the crop competition? Hmm. And again, they, look, they haven't had too many opportunities to do that, right? It's only 15 games in. I'm waiting for that one. All right. And again, be, this might sweet. not be the team to do it. I, I, I'll be waiting all season for it, perhaps. Well, yeah, you want you know, want one of those games that is that, but also the competition plays great. Just not that they just played like shit. Right. 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 right but yeah. you you also you you got to realize that that statement game, whatever it is, if it if it comes, could be followed up by a twenty five point loss to the Houston Rockets. So. Yeah. Oh, statement game came for me. All right. Came for me, Barry. All right. We got one last voicemail. Right, Blandy? One more? Yeah, we do. DJ. From across the Atlantic. Hi, guys. DJ here. After the Denver Nuggets W. Outstanding performance by Julius Randle tonight. Outstanding. Wow. This was very impressive. Um, either way, offensive or de- defensive. Um, he had a great job tonight. Brunson as well, solid game as usual. But RJ was, RJ was off tonight, and I think it has to be Tip's job to put him out. He deserves no, he deserved no minute tonight after he clunked one of five or one of six uh, in the in the first in the first quarter. Mm, I don't know. I would put him out, but Tips puts him in and or, or leaves him in, and hmm. But other way, I think RJ has to to go back on defense after he pricks all these shots and stop it. Sometimes he has stop. to stop it and go back on defense and and um, clear the way there. Anyway, I hope RJ will come back on Friday. But this was a huge win tonight, a huge win for our Knickerbockers. And um, I hope to con- they continue this way to perform. Um, Tips 9-man rotation clicked tonight again. And yeah, let's go Knicks. Peace out, DJ. Yeah, of course, wow. it's Thibodeau's job to sit down. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. To sit down, RJ. Wow. Um, Again, look, we you know we talk about plus minus, and a lot of times doesn't mean a thing. I mean, this game, come on, RJ Barrett, a team low minus eighteen in the plus minus, and bad. and on the reverse side of that, Cam Reddish, who didn't have like a standout game if you look at the box score, yet he was a team high plus thirteen, and I think those are two examples where plus minus does show a little bit something where this team is at and where these players are at fitting into this group. But it's clear as day, yeah. Imagine- I mean, RJ should not have playing as much as he did. Can you guys imagine how bad this team would be? Like we've we've established, we're not good, right? 
But how bad, bad would we be without Jalen Brunson on this team this Ooh. season? Yeah. It'd be bad. Like, can you imagine the heat that Jail that Julius and Thibodeau would be getting right now if the Knicks were, you know, five and ten or whatever without Jalen Brunson? Like he is saving, in my opinion, he's saving this team right now. He's, yeah, yeah. He's at least making us mediocre. Without him, we would be the same or, wor or worse, maybe, than last season, I think. Oh, yeah, it would be awful. Yeah, no, he's been so good, consistent, and just, yeah, really, really important to have on the court down the stretch of these games. He's He's been, yeah. Incredible. Crucial to where they're at. <laughs> yeah, you... you you don't even want to start thinking about where they'd be at without him. I mean, so far, remember we had that podcast with Nick's Film School and everyone was predicting his numbers, what they would be, and everyone was saying like what they would be shocked if they were. And they are the shocking numbers that nobody thought. He'd right be up at seven up. assists. He's got twenty, 20 he's points. averaging twenty point seven assists a game, which is Yeah. I mean, he, and I don't know if some Julius Randle no, fans would disagree, but he's by far, and I think we even all argued about this. He is by far the best player in this team so far this mm. season. By far. Yeah. I don't know who else. I don't know if you guys still he's disagree with consistent. that. But no, he's you been the can't, most consistent person. You can't give me one player that's better than him on this team. No, no. For everything that he does, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, like you said, goes to making Julius Randle better, for sure. Yeah. They, yeah obviously, without him... They'd be lost. So thankful to have him this Thanksgiving. See that? Um, Y'all hear that? Honorable, honorable mention to Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. It's going to be in the three-point shooting contest for All-Star. Y'all hear that music? Obi <laughs> Toppin. <laughs> it is time for the news with Blanders and Hooper. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. So there's a bunch of stories here. Some... Uh, to start off, it's it's kind of mm, what's a bunch? What's a bunch, Blandy? To, to like, uh, there's 17. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there are not 17. There's like 15. So we start off with a story that's sort of tangential to the NBA, but um, I don't know if you guys saw this. That uh, Isaac Humphries, who is what does that mean tangential, of, Barry? Do you know? Uh, somebody that dresses in women's clothing. Yeah, but that's a transvestite. Uh, so, so, no. so somebody that feels like they're trapped in the other gender's body. Tan genital? No. Tan genital? Oh, genital? Can you use words that us and our audience we all will understand? Have, we all have college degrees here, right? Yes. What was the word like, again? Like tangential, like a tangent. It's kind of off. It's not, you know, it's like a little bit off. Okay. But it's still. Right. Thank you. Okay. So Isaac Humphreys, who plays for Melbourne's Melbourne United in the NBL, which is the the major uh, basketball league mm. in uh, Australia, and who uh, had a cup of coffee with I think all the Hawks as well as the the Magic as well as their uh, G League teams, uh, came out the other day sharing that uh, publicly that he is gay. Oh, and I was not far off, Craig. No, that is tangential. He is the only <laughs> openly gay player in a top-tier men's basketball league. He's only the second to ever come out after Jason Collins, you know, who came out uh, however many years ago that was. He made uh, the announcement via social media the other day. He uh, he had the whole thing videotaped as he told um, 
uh, the members of his team. Uh, and like I said, he's, I mean, the, the number of men who have come out and said that they are gay professional athletes in the major top tier sports is very, very uh, slim. So that the, the NBA put out a, a statement saying that they were really happy for him um, and that it was a really tough thing to do and that they, they support him in everything that he does. Yeah. And let me just, um, just make a point to say, I didn't, I did not hear the story. This is the first time I'm hearing it. So I didn't mean to make like some stupid joke regarding it's not stupid. his actual situation. Not stupid at all. Come on. Yeah, he no. has here. We as athletes have a responsibility to set examples for people. The truth is, there are so many people in other worlds that are struggling every single day and don't know how to get up, don't know how to exist. And he wants to represent those people. He said he finally came out because he went to a place, a dark place, where he thought for a while about taking his own life. Uh, and you know, he got through that, and he wants other people to know that they can get through it too. That's so, good. Okay. That's pretty important. Cool. That is good. Yeah. Barry. He, um, Barry, however, not impressed. You know, Barry. <laughs> is waiting for, like, he needs oh. a statement coming out. He wants, <laughs> like, a great player to come out as gay. He's not, maybe we can talk about this all we want. Not impressive, right, Barry? We need <laughs> someone that we all know, someone who's like a 20-point game score or something like that. Come out. I like, never heard of this guy before. He played two seasons at the Kentucky, though, at the University of Kentucky. So, obviously, he must be pretty, pretty good. Uh, Hillary Cowthin, the clinical psychologist or the formal cl clinical psychologist for the Spurs, has settled her lawsuit against the Spurs already, which is pretty crazy. Uh, from in a in a statement from her attorney, it says the parties have agreed to resolve the matter. The entire case is over, and we have no further comment. Uh, so that's you know that's not the kind of thing that usually would be settled so quickly. Clear, this has nothing to do with the criminal charges against Primo and whether or not the the sheriff is going to pursue those. But this just means that she and the and the team have come to an agreement. Um, Kyrie, according to league sources, is expected to be cleared to play Sunday at Barclays uh, against the Grizzlies. Um, so there's that. Uh, LaMelo Ball, we talked, I think it was just last week. How, that soon, I said that he, how soon before Kyrie is out for an extended period of time for just, just any reason? How many games is he back before something before, else, before some other political statement, <sighs> uh, fuck up, uh, injury, anything? What's I the under over on that? I think like he'll 10, be back a bit. 15 games? I think he'll be around for a bit. Yeah, the rest of the season? You're going to go that no, far? That's a, that's a stretch. I wouldn't go that far. A month, month or two, mm. at least. So LaMelo. LaMelo had missed the first batch of the games in the season uh, because of his ankle, because of surgery. Came back, uh, played a couple of games, and then Wednesday night he was running on, by the sideline and he stepped awkwardly on... Uh, the foot of a fan sitting courtside rolled his ankle, the same one that he had uh, had the surgery on, didn't practice Thursday, not playing Friday versus Cleveland. And according to Steve Clefford, they don't know how long he'll be out. Uh, he did have x-rays though, and, and they came back negative. It's the only so sport least... where they have fans this close with no fucking barrier or anything to the court, you know, be it football, baseball, hockey. It's, it's fucking nuts. That this shit happens. A, a, a referee got tripped, uh, tripped over somebody's leg the other day as well. It's fucking nuts. Hmm. Uh, a couple of players not doing so great. 
James Wiseman has been assigned to the Golden State Warriors G League affiliate in Santa Cruz for an extended period of time after not performing well while coming off the bench. Wiseman's the former number two overall uh, pick. Yeah, and he is not playing. But I mean, they're obviously as a whole not not playing well. Um, they're struggling. I mean, didn't St- Steph scored 50, I think, the other night and they lost, which is crazy when you think about it. Uh, so, yeah, so he's going to the G League. Uh, along the same lines, Ben Simmons, the Nets held a player-only meeting on apparently October 29th. It's come out now to talk about his performance. Uh, and they apparently people in the room are, have become exasperated uh, with his performance, his lack of being able to, to play, and then just the fact that he's playing like crap. Are you guys surprised um, at how he's playing? How bad he I'm surprised at how bad he is. Me yet. too. Me too. Huh. I think I saw a stat that said he had more personal fouls this year than field goals and free yeah. throws put together. Yeah. Like 35 personal fouls and like 33 free throws plus field goals. How's that even possible? I was never a huge fan of his just because, you know, whatever. I didn't really like his attitude, even even as a rookie and, and, and whatnot. But I always respected his game and his talent. It's it bizarre it. to me. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and then you you heard him on that JJ Reddick podcast or whatever. And again, it's only words and this and that, but it's like, all right, you know, whatever. This guy had a ton of fucking time to go through whatever he had to go through. But yeah, the fact that he's doing this badly coming he's from having trouble with his knee. An all star and you know, uh, the the whole thing, it's it's crazy to me how, how horrible he's doing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And then just really quickly, two uh, former players in some trouble. We talked a, a week or two ago about Ben Gordon, who apparently punched his 10-year-old son in the face at LaGuardia Airport when he dropped something. Uh, he's in trouble again because he apparently um, attacked or assaulted two security guards at a McDonald's in Chicago recently. Hmm. So you can add that to his, uh, to his resume. And then uh, Tim Hardaway. Recently was on the broadcast for the Warriors game. It was their run TMC broadcast. It was him, Chris Mullen, and Mitch Richmond. And uh, he said something. They went away for a commercial break, and when they came back, he had to apologize because at one point he was talking about a guy on the Spurs playing a little bit too aggressively on defense and said, you all thought that was great, D. I thought that was just raping him. So he had to come back on and apologize for using that terminology and say, obviously, that he, you know, he shouldn't have used uh, that term. Awesome. Hmm. And uh, that's the way the basketball bounces. He's no, uh, he, he's no stranger. He's gotten in trouble before <laughs> for, yeah, for no. stuff. Yeah. Uh, they were the homophobic remarks, right? Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. probably what kept him out of the Hall of Fame for a while. I would love to criticize him for that, but I feel like that's a phrase that any fan has said in the past when someone gets fouled. Yeah, but nowadays, probably not the best. Not on on television, no. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and pretend Um, like I've never said, oh, he raped him, you know. Use that all the time. Not all. We want to cut that out. No, not cutting well, anything out tonight. Landy. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say that either. But, uh, but, but, but to Craig's point, like you say, oh, he murdered him, or this or that. It's all you know, yeah, heinous yeah. things. You've never said he raped him. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying I, I haven't. Yeah. I've never said. Probably murdered. not in a long time, but yeah. You 
comes a time where you have to stop using certain. You're right. On the on the air is probably not the best time. Look, to use. there's a hundred worse things he could have said. I guess, but I mean, like Lee said, a hundred worse things on this show than that today. Yeah. Ah, me. Mm. All right, guys, you all hear that music. That's the end of the show. I don't know what I was just doing there. <laughs> just, That's the end of the show. I was right? like, I just, I just finished. <laughs> you didn't did even you, balance the ball yet. Music. We're out. We didn't, you didn't even the balance the ball yet, No, I didn't. <laughs> he didn't even bounce the ball yet, Blandy. But we're yeah, we're he did bounce the ball. I, I heard the oh ball. Oh my god, I missed that. Oh, yeah. unbelievable. Are you feeling alright? Did you take something? When did you did you bounce the ball after or before the rape? <laughs> I think it was during. <laughs> During the rape? During Come on, the rape. Lanny, that is the most insensitive thing. This is not, this is not where we were <laughs> going. Uh, you thought uh, the rape talk was done. That's, that's going to do it for today's show. Wow. All right. This you can is follow really me too far. on Twitter, yeah. at HardnixLab. You can follow Barry, at, yes. was it? Barry, at Barry yeah. Dworkin, and Blandy, yeah. at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. At 516-33-MESH1. <laughs> That's 516-336-3741. Hmm. I, I got to tell you guys a funny story that happened to me at the at the at a bodega the other day, a deli bodega in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get I get I walk in. I walk in right behind like five friends. So a deli I go to constantly, like every day. So I'm a regular there. There's never a line, but now today I'm behind these five people who look like they're new to the place, right? So they're in line. We're behind like these like aisles of chips and shit. And I'm right behind them. No one's behind me. And this one guy, the one guy at the front of the friends, like five people ahead of me, turns around. They're all trying to figure out what to order. He turns around, looks right at me, says, Craig, what do you order? And I'm um, looking at him like right in his eyes. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out who this fucking guy is. And he stares right back and he's like, what do you order? And I was like, still, I'm just looking at him like, what? See, I turn around like, there's nobody behind me. But he said, he said, and then, and then he said, yeah, I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, did he say, did I imagine that? And he goes, Craig, what do you order? And he's staring right in my fucking eyes. And I turn around and finally, this dude, like, 15 feet behind me, who's, like, looking at something else, like, in the store, comes walking up. He's like, oh, I usually get, a, like, a, a, a club sandwich. And, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, I don't talk to people, like, out in public, right? Right. <laughs> but I was so, like, thrown off that I was like, I said to them. You I trusted them, your instinct, though. I said to them, yeah. I was like, holy shit, you guys, that just, <laughs> that just confused the shit out of me. Because my name is Craig. <laughs> And they were all like, oh my god, that's crazy. Dude, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's looking right in my eyes saying, Craig, what do you order? And I was about to be like, I don't know, I usually get a breakfast sandwich, even though it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, but that's what I like. And imagine I did that. Yeah, you would have been the crazy one. <laughs> oh my god. It was, yeah, uh, he would have looked at you and be like, who the fuck are you, dude? Why are you answering my question? Dude, I can't tell you how... It was like he was looking into my soul saying, Craig, what do you order? And I was like, what? What did I? Did I eat one of those edibles, Jay? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild. All right, uh, Barry, give me the upcoming schedule. Or give everybody all, the upcoming schedule. All, all that matters is Friday night. 
because we're coming up with the third game of this West Coast trip against Golden State. Again, Statement win? Statement win? No, it's no. not. But if no. you could go no. fucking 3-0 and against Utah, Denver, Golden State, I don't care. That's 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 very, very good. I won't call it a statement. It's very, very good. And let's it's get, gonna be let's challenging. Get, let's get Murder Jim to break up with his girlfriend on Friday night, New York. I mm. think that's all we want. All we want yes. is for that to happen. Oh, Golden okay. State six and nine on the season. They are in the Tankathon standings, amazingly. They've got a 29% chance at a top four pick, the Golden State oh, Warriors. For Christ's right sake, now. seriously? <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself, man. I mean, can't you. I mean, watch them end up with somehow with like the first pick and they get Victor Wimanyama or something. I know. <laughs> Latest Tankathon standings, unfortunately, after the two back to back unimpressive wins. According to Barry, we have the uh, 15th pick, the 16th pick, and the 21st pick in this year's NBA draft. Look, you can't say any win is unimpressive for this squad, all right? Now, I did not say unimpressive, so don't put words in my mouth. That's not But well, you fair. did not say impressive. The Denver win was impressive. <laughs> that was so soft. <laughs> it was. Honestly speaking, it was impressive. All right, let's see if 3-0 and will impress Barry in a few days. We'll be back Friday that after that game, well. right? Isn't that what was we said? That? Oh, no, we're not back tomorrow what? night. This is no. our second show oh. of the week. What? Are you crazy? You don't want to go after the Golden State game? What if we win the third in a row? Look, I'll be lucky if I could stay I won't awake even be for home. that I'm game. not even going to be home. So. Wow. Got another matinee, though, on Sunday. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. 3 o'clock? 3.30? 3.30. Yeah. That will be good. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 